Hello and welcome back to the Consumer Toolbox Podcast. I'm your host, Milagros. And I'm your co-host, Camille. Camille, as you know, so far this year, consumers are complaining more than usual about auto repair stemming from unsatisfactory auto repair or unauthorized auto repair. For a while, I thought it was due to the pandemic, but if you think about it, auto repair shops remained opened as they were considered essential services. So I don't think that to be the case. It seems that consumers are maintaining their vehicles rather than buying a new one these days. Many consumers were working remotely and not driving their cars as much, but are now beginning to return to the workplace. Therefore, they are now in need of reliable, dependable transportation. And so this could explain the reason why we are seeing an influx of auto repair complaints. Whether consumers are having their gently used cars repaired or ones that have racked on miles, their consumer rights are the same. Nevertheless, consumers should be better informed when having repairs made on their vehicles. For instance, what happens when you pay for a repair, yet the car runs the same as if the repair was never made? Or what happens when you are charged more than the estimated price? Better yet, what happens when the auto repair shop has your car for over a month and you paid for the repairs in advance? You bring up some good points. I have to say that many of the disputes consumer brings to us could have been avoided. So today we are going to be empowering you, the consumer, and perhaps the auto repair shops as well on auto repair. Basically, it's everything you ought to know. <laughs> I love that, Camille. Yes, they sure ought to know their consumer protection rights. And by the way, although Camille and I are not mechanics, the Consumer Toolbox has all of the tools you need to become an educated, informed, and empowered consumer. That's a good one, Milagros. And you're right. After all, we are the Consumer Toolbox. I think there's one thing most of us would agree on, is that keeping our cars mechanically sound is important. We need reliable transportation. When we get behind the wheel of our cars, we depend on them to get us to our destination safely and on time, meaning no mechanical breakdowns in our commute. And one way to do this is by keeping our cars in tip-top shape with preventative care and maintenance. Another way is by finding a trusting, reliable, and dependable mechanic. Basically, you want to have a mechanic who gets to know you but most importantly, your car, and one that provides your car with quality mechanical care. Making sure that the mechanic is licensed or registered with your city or state is equally important if you want to protect your investment and get good quality work done on your vehicle. What comes to mind here is the famous quote, you get what you pay for. Mm -hmm. So when you're told by a mechanic, I can do the job for $50, when you already know from your personal mechanic that the repair is a costly one of, let's say between $250, $300, the low ball quota price should raise a flag. Ask yourself, is the mechanic competent to do the work? Am I being ripped off with a higher price or risking cheap, shoddy workmanship? Does the $50 cover his hourly labor rate? Consumers, 
this is when the consumer toolbox come into action. Let's say that your personal mechanic is unavailable to do the $250 repair on your car. And so you take it to, let's say, little Joe's auto repair around the corner. He offers to do the work on the spot for only $50. You should immediately ask yourself, is he trustworthy? Is he a certified mechanic? Is he using authentic parts on my vehicle? What warranty will he give me on the repair? What happens if he charged me more after the work is done? Then comes the bigger question, Camille. What happens if he tells you that the car needs much more work than you know your car actually needs? Or work that you recently had repaired by another mechanic, which, by the way, happens more often than you think. Yes, consumers need to know that before any work is done on their vehicle, the repair shop must provide you with a written work order or estimate. And you have to sign authorizing them to do the specific work. You also agree to pay up to a certain amount without any prior consent. In other words, you give them authorization to do the work up to a specific amount. If the work is greater than the estimate price, the repair shop must contact you and get your prior consent before the work is done. Quite interesting, Camille. Why don't you give an example to our listeners? Of course. You bring your car to a repair shop for new front brakes and you agree to an estimate of $200. When you pick up your car, you're told that the cost for repair is $425 and not $200, almost double the amount you are quoted. When you question the bill, you're told that they also replaced the rear brakes. And so this is how and when the dispute begins. But before it escalates, you must stay calm to avoid the situation from escalating. This only complicates things. Insist on the estimate you agreed upon and remind them that they never contacted you before the additional unauthorized work was performed on your vehicle. More times than you know, when you keep the dialogue open and amicable, you're more likely to reach a satisfactory resolution. However, when you're unable to resolve the dispute on your own, you can file a complaint with the Attorney General's Office for assistance. Another thing most consumers do not know is that they can request the old parts from the mechanic. But be sure to ask them before the work is done. Have them put it in writing on the estimated work order. You'd be surprised to learn the number of times consumers have taken their car to re repair shop only to learn that the work was not done or not done correctly, which is why you want to ask for the old part. <laughs> you know, it's, it's great that you bring that up, Camille, because I have a girlfriend who has her husband mark the part, the old part on the car with nail polish in an inconspicuous place before she brings the car in for repair. This way, she can identify whether or not the part was replaced. So I hope you're understanding now why being an informed, educated, empowered consumer is just as important as getting to know your vehicle and your mechanic. Auto repair complaints are very difficult to resolve once the work has been performed. 
Another reason why getting an estimate and a written detailed work order is essential, as well as hiring a trusted certified mechanic. Absolutely. It helps if you take the time to get to know your car. You can do this by paying attention to detail. For instance, are you hearing new noises, hissing, squeaks, bangs, rattles? Pay attention to details such as a check engine light, maintenance warning light, temperature gauge, leaks, and puddles. In other words, don't just look at the gas gauge, right? <laughs> exactly. Cars are expensive to begin with, so why not avoid a costly repair bill by properly maintaining your vehicle? Don't ignore the warning signs. Doing so may only double the repair cost if you cause further damage to the car. So let me give you an example. If your check engine light is on, and let's say you know that the gas cap is on tight and you ignore it and you continue driving the vehicle, you could potentially cause the engine to seize, leaving you with having to replace the motor, which by the way, is a very costly and time-consuming repair. Also, you wanna keep a record of all the work repairs on your vehicle. Mark the dates of all the repairs or maintenance on your calendar as a reminder. I'm told this is very helpful. It's equally important for consumers to know that if their vehicle is still covered under the manufacturer warranty, they should read the owner's manual in order to follow the recommended maintenance of the vehicle. Manufacturers are known to deny coverage if you have not adhered to their specific maintenance requirements. For instance, if they require you to do an oil change every 7,500 miles and you avoid one and continue driving the car to let's say 10,000 miles before you get your next oil change, you're taking a gamble. If something should go wrong with the engine, for instance, you could risk being denied warranty coverage for the engine repair because you did not properly maintain your vehicle according to their specifications, which, by the way, happens more often than you think. Milagro, since you mentioned the engine, a major costly component, what's your thought on getting a second opinion or another estimate on such an expensive repair? That's a good question. I would. When it's an expensive or complicated repair, such as the engine or transmission, you want to first make sure that the repair is necessary. Secondly, that you're not paying too much for that repair. It's also a good idea to ask the repair shop to put it in writing whether the replacement parts will be new, used, or aftermarket. This is good to know. Be sure to ask for the warranty period before the work is done and get it in writing on the work order. If you have an extended warranty on your vehicle, be sure to read its terms and conditions. Don't ignore them. Most of them require that you maintain your vehicle according to the manufacturer's recommended maintenance. Otherwise, the consequence might be that you could be denied coverage because you voided your warranty. True, very, very true. Now, to wrap things up, let me go over today's takeaway. Find and keep a trusted mechanic, maintain your vehicle, and give it preventative care and maintenance. Get a written estimate of the repair and authorize a specific amount. 
seek help from the attorney general's office if you have this dispute you cannot resolve on your own. That's a great wrap up, Camille. Thank you. So I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Consumer Toolbox. A special thank you to Camille for sharing her knowledge and expertise on auto repair. If you like what you heard, be sure to rate and subscribe. And don't forget to tell your family and friends to rate and subscribe as well. If there's a topic you want to hear about, be sure to send us an email at theconsumertoolbox at gmail.com. Thank you for listening. Until next time.